0: Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris, and joining me is County Administrator Craig Meadows. We're here to talk about a recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for being here.
1: Glad to be here, Jen. Thank you.
0: Well, I'm going to mix things up today, and I'm going to flip the order of the meeting, and we're going to start at the very end and work our way back. How about that?
1: That'll be
0: so, fun. <laughs> let's start with all the new business items. Uh, just a quick reminder that all of the meeting agendas are posted uh, Usually uh, the Thursday before the meeting, sometimes the Friday before the meeting. Uh, So, always by the Friday before the meeting. And they are available on our website at montva.com. And uh, there actually were 12 items of new business. So, that was the the bulk of the actual list of agenda items, but not the bulk of the time.
1: We'll
0: get to that in a minute. (laughs) Uh, But we're only going to focus on a couple of those. Well, most of those right now. We're going to save a couple uh, for the end, and then it'll make sense, I think, when it all comes together. How about that? So I'm just going to run through the big list of things that were approved, and then maybe we can jump into some of the meat of the meeting.
1: That sounds good.
0: All right. So I'll go through the nine here uh, that were pretty straightforward. Personal property tax, which was the... uh, We've talked about that several times to decrease the assessment ratio to 80% versus 100% this year, An establishment of the PPTRA for 2022, which was related to that business item as well, Uh, established Board of Equalization, which is related to reassessment, I believe, Uh, lease agreement for the Office of Elections and Emergency Services, supplemental appropriation for salaries, six, I better start numbering these, (laughs) (laughs) Sheriff Department, Axon Camera, body camera and tasers, seven proclamation uh, first responders appreciation month for September 2022, eight proclamation of prostate cancer awareness month for September 2022, and nine proclamation of world Alzheimer's awareness month, September 2022. So I said several of those, so at least nine of those are pretty straightforward. And I'm hoping that you'll add some context for us on a couple of them though, uh, first, that personal property tax. Could you help us understand what that means and what happened with that?
1: Sure, be glad to. Um, at their August 22nd meeting back in August, the board decided to look at taking an action to alleviate the higher than estimated uh, personal property taxes that were going to be coming in on, on vehicles this year, and that's due to the inflated uh, values in the market right now. So in response, the board asked uh, Helen Royal, who's our commissioner of revenue, to establish an assessment ratio whereby vehicles would be assessed at 80 percent of the market value as opposed to 100 uh, percent. That is something that the commissioner, uh, that's one of her duties and uh, her role is to determine the, the valuation of, of personal property. And so that will result results, excuse me, in the personal property builds being more in line with what we normally see from year to year as opposed to this, uh, what we think is a a one-off with just the current market situation with vehicles.
0: Thank you for that. So now let's talk about this lease agreement for the Office of Elections. Will you help walk us through that and what that means and when that might happen?
1: Oh, absolutely. That's kind of a big deal. We're excited about this one. Uh, the voters are, the voter registrar's office is currently located here at the government center, and it will be moving next year. Uh, not, and I do want to point out nothing is changing before the November 2022 election. So nobody needs to worry about, well, where do we find them? How do we get there? We'll make sure all that's publicized and covered. But for the November 22 election, it'll be right here. Um, early in the new year, early in 2023, uh, the registrar's office will be moving to North Franklin Street and the plaza near the Christiansburg Rec Center, adjacent to the food line there on North Franklin. Um, and as I said, please stay tuned for more details. There's a lot more uh, to come on this item. Uh, but this move is really important for a couple of reasons, uh, including uh, providing uh, additional space uh, for the voter registrar's office to house uh, equipment to allow for absentee voting, to provide ample parking. Um, I said absentee voting, that's the old way of calling it. It's now called early voting, uh, to allow for uh, ample parking and to give them uh, workspace that's sorely needed for for their efforts. So we're excited about that. Uh, we had to go through several hoops to get there, one of which was approval by the state attorney general's office, and we've received that. So we are excited about moving that project forward and more to come in, in the coming months.
0: Great. So lots of big items already on new business, and we still have a lot to unpack from oh, yes. the September 12th meeting. So uh, as I stated before, most of those new business items were straightforward. Uh, but as always, if you want to learn more about the um, those items or the board meetings in general, or watch any of the meetings in their entirety, please visit our website at MottVA.com or our YouTube channel, uh, which our channel is uh, Montgomery VA. So uh, working backward from new business, the board uh, spent some time in work session and they talked about two items in particular, merchant's capital tax and legislative priorities. However, those things are gonna be a little hefty. So before we jump into those items, Let's tie up um, one of those new business items uh, that was in action as a result of a public hearing regarding a boundary line agreement with the town of Christiansburg. So at the public hearing uh, about this, actually no citizens addressed the board and um, the board did take action under new business. So could you let us know what that was and what they, the board decided to do?
1: Sure, absolutely. Uh, in short, the board approved moving the county boundary and bringing in approximately 5.57 acres, uh, moving that out of the town of Christiansburg and fully into the county along Houchins Road. And and people may say, well, it was in the county anyway. So what was the big deal of moving it out of the town of Christiansburg? Uh, There is a property owner out in that area that has assembled several parcels of properties a few were totally in the county. Uh, this one was partly in the county and partly also in the town. And when a developer goes to uh, build a new facility or build housing or whatever may be the case there, it's really easier when it's all under one jurisdiction, either all in the town or all in the county. And uh, the town of Black, uh Blacksburg. Boy, sorry about that. Not enough coffee. Uh, the town of Christiansburg uh, had given approval and requested for uh, the boundary to be adjusted so that all the property would be in the county to make it easier for the developer. And the board went along with that and uh, under new business approved that adjustment.
0: Great. Well, thank you for that information. It's cleared it up. Now let's dive into uh, the items that took the bulk of our meeting. And those are the items that were under work session, which uh, included merchant's capital tax and the legislative priorities. Um, Will you please tell us about the merchant's capital tax and maybe walk us through uh, what the board decided related to that and what the next steps are related to that? Absolutely. That's a loaded big question.
1: So. Well, it's a loaded big question, and hopefully I won't uh, confuse folks. I will tell you that uh, the staff prepared a, a good uh, summary of information related to Merchant's Capital that was provided to the board in their agenda packets last night. We'll also work with uh, public information to maybe have that as a link on the county's webpage. So if somebody says, well, what is this tax you're talking about? What, you know. What's some of the history? We will have that out there for folks to look at. Uh, Merchant's capital tax is a very old tax in Virginia and it is a tax that's paid by businesses that are located in the county on inventory that they have on hand at December 31 of any given year. Uh, The tax is uniformly assessed by the county and voluntarily submitted by businesses Uh, it's generally a tax on merchandise that businesses have for sale. So in other words, if you are a store that has inventory uh, for sale, whatever that inventory value is at December 31, uh, you are to report and pay merchant's capital tax on that. There was some discussion about the word voluntary last night. I I jumped in on that one at one point. Uh, It is a mandatory tax. If you're a business, you're required to pay it. However, it works just like your uh, income taxes do for uh, personal. Uh, It's your responsibility to file the tax and pay it. The the county does not um, send you a bill. You file the information with the county. Um, After a great deal of discussion, uh, the board decided to proceed with a public hearing at their board meeting on October 11th to hear public comments related to eliminating the merchant's capital tax effective January 2023. The reason that's important is there was some discussion about eliminating it in this fiscal year, uh, which would be retroactive to January 1, 2022, The challenge, if the board had decided to go in that direction, is it would require removing about a million and a half dollars from the county's revenues, projected revenues, in our budget. And as we are required to have a balanced budget, if we remove a million and a half from revenues, then we either have to find other revenues to compensate for that loss or uh, reduce expenditure. So the board said, instead of uh, creating issues in this year's budget, we will put that on to eliminate it in January of 2023, which will be reflected in our next budget.
0: Okay, it wasn't a lot of information and the handout that you mentioned is, uh, you can get to it on our website through the agendas, through the board. Um, So yeah, we'll make sure that's available and everyone knows how to get there. Uh, Also, uh, just because there's going to be a public hearing, and I want to make one little note about that. It's going to be a Tuesday, October the 11th, because Monday, October 10th, is as a holiday. So um, just because they're moving forward with the public hearing on that Tuesday, not a Monday meeting, uh, it doesn't mean it's a final decision. Is that right?
1: That's absolutely correct. The, the, even though the board uh, seemed to have consensus about the direction they want to go, uh, it, it it takes an ordinance to uh, make a change like this. And anytime we have an ordinance, it requires a public hearing. Uh, some folks may say, well, you have another meeting in September on September 26. Why uh, are you not doing it then? Uh, there's requirements. It has to be advertised two times. And by the time the advertising requirements come into play, we can't act any sooner than October 11th. Well,
0: thank you. So uh, the what I'm hearing is we just need to stay tuned to see what happens with margins capital tax. And if anyone would like to come out and join in the public hearing, please do so at the meeting on October eleventh So the second item under work session uh, was the 2023 legislative priorities. And can you walk us through what this is and why the board does this annually and you know the outcome Absolutely. of this discussion?
1: Glad to do that. Uh, The the board's legislative priorities are uh, issues that the board wants to make sure that our state elected officials, primarily our legislators and senators, are aware of as they head into their uh, session in Richmond each January. So in the fall of the year, uh, which, yes, we're in the fall of the year already, believe it or not, Um, in the fall of the year, uh, the board uh, reviews their priorities. for what they would like to have assistance from uh, from the General Assembly. Uh, they put those together in a list. Uh, we send that to our legislative delegation. We meet with them prior to the General Assembly session and then we meet with them again during the General Assembly session to just remind them of those needs and concerns. Um, For the second year uh, there was a split vote on our legislative priorities. The board uh, fully endorses uh, nearly everything on the list except for one and that is the issue related to uh, support of school vouchers. Uh, The board had a very uh, heated is probably the best way to describe discussion about this issue. Last year uh, the, the tone at our last board meeting was was not quite as strong as past years. However, there are three uh, board members who still feel very strongly that that should not be a priority for the county. Um, so at the September 12th meeting, the board did vote to move forward with the legislative priorities as presented. Uh, they voted to move forward on a 4-3 vote. Um as I've said, the three that voted against the legislative priorities indicated they fully supported everything on the list except for one. Um, So uh, we will share that with our elected leaders in Richmond as we move into the fall and uh, see where that goes.
0: Great. So it was a full meeting. And as we stated before, um, we weren't, we didn't cover every uh, item exactly as it was on the agenda, but we gave you the highlights today because we thought that that was important and you you needed to hear what that, uh, what those were. So if you want to watch the meeting in its entirety, we hope that you will go online and watch it on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Montgomery VA. As always, uh, if you want to learn more about Montgomery County in general, please visit our website at montva.com. Thank you so much for taking the time to walk us through the September 12th meeting, and we look forward to talking with you after the next board meeting.
1: It's always a pleasure, Jen. I hope everyone has a great day.